It's the Saturday Friends Club. Hello everyone, welcome to the Saturday Friends Club. I'm Josh, we have a great episode of Twin Peaks ahead of you today. Uh, we have our cast of friends joining us this Saturday. Uh, starting immediately to my right is the lovely Sabrina Bird. Hi. She's here. No McBirdie Games on YouTube. It's not McBirdie Games. It's not. What are you now? I thought you were McBirdie Games. You did this last episode. Okay. It's just McBirdie. Just McBirdie. Look for just youtube.com slash just McBirdie. No. And I'm not popular enough yet to have. This is how we get you popular. Okay, but it's not slash just McBirdie. You just look up McBirdie and you'll find me. And she's playing Subnautica. I am playing Subnautica right now. A lot of games. Next to her, Eric. Yeah, that's me. Resident resident fan of Germany. I yeah. <laughs> you're 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 a rather rather large fan of Germany. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's a, it's well known between us. Okay, Sabrina is now upset that she is a fan She's of Germany lived as there. well. I've never even lived there. I mean, there. I'm also kind of a fan of Germany. And that would be uh that would be Martin at the other end. Hi. The uh the long missed member of this epi- of this podcast that has gone for 3 episodes without. Yes, I know. I um I was supposed to be in the first Three episodes, but then a thing happened. Multiple things happened. Horrible real life. But we're all here in this rotating door of the Saturday Friends Club. How's everyone been? How's the life went? Martin, let's start with you, since you're the newbie here. Yeah, we haven't heard heard anything. We we don't know your opinions on Vanilla Ice. We we are doing Big Money Rustlers this week, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I mean, Vanilla Ice... He's cool as ice, and that's yeah. That's, oh. that's basically, that's basically. <laughs> all he's even made a movie and he, with and, that name, and he's a hero, not a zero. I mean, it's it's up to interpretation. I mean, there are varying degrees of hero that you can assign to him. I would put him in the kind of like lower tier. Martin, what are your feelings on Juggalos? <laughs> <laughs> Juggalos, yes, he he um, is. He I, is wearing I, clown makeup right now. You know, I consider it to be one of those things that I tolerate in existence of. <laughs> I, and from I will, that statement alone, we have earned ourselves an ICP Posse member. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> out there is just like, all right. <laughs> what, whatever, whatever, what's, what's the sign? What's the, like, is there a hand sign for the, for the ICP? Or is it just you find a ha- uh, hatchet on your door one day and you're like, all right, I guess we're cool. It's like, yeah, it's like in it, the It's Hobbit. a blood hatchet. <laughs> so, Martin, who, who are you? Why should we care? Um, well, so I'm this guy. Uh, he's just... <laughs> it's like, it's wow. Like, like Zaphod uh, Beeblebrox. He's just this guy, you know? Has the longest hair of any candidate. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't stop laughing. Uh, right, so I am... Actually, so I am this guy. I um, I have... Uh, goodness. Um, I'd say that I also... Can we pause for a second? No, no, no. I'll, cu- I'll cut however you need me to cut. Okay, need to cut. Right then. So, I guess the reason why you should care about me is because I am one of the uh, major resident fans of uh, Nissant TV shows from the 90s. I think uh, anything that involves uh, spaceships, and, uh, especially... Um, uh, space operas, those were my big thing, and uh, I also had a varied interest in a number of different cartoons. I would spend days in, days out, watching either a mix of the History Channel, 
Um, before it was known as the Hitler Channel. Yeah, the Hitler Channel. It was, was, it was transitioning into the Hitler Channel. Before it was the Alien Channel. Yes. I, I, I remember back in the day when the History Channel, like, my grandparents had cables, so we would, we would go there, and it's like, all day it would be like, World War II documentary, like, and then, like, Kelly's Heroes, World War II documentary, Kelly's Heroes again. Yeah. And, uh... Good times. Oh, yeah. Modern, uh, Modern Marvels. That was, uh, that was a big one, too. But, um, outside of that... Um. Yeah, I Starship Troopers, Animaniacs, which uh, we should be hearing about soon. I hope next um, episode. In fact, yes, next episode. Yeah, it should be fun. Um, goodness, uh, some of the car, some Cartoon Network uh, shows as well. But really, kind of just a huge mix of um of uh, sci-fi and cartoons. That was my see, my jam. See, now you mentioned sp- just spaceships in general. Are, are we are we going to be able to count on you for when we do space cases? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Is that, is that just some bile rising in the back of your throat? <laughs> a, a little bit, yeah. Uh, that was totally intentional and not, we're, uh, not be uh, choking. Not on the, the fact he's just dying on the other side of this table. Because oh, yeah. we're 100% doing that dumb show. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because uh, it's like, it's because uh, it's Voyager before Voyager, but it's also Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica, and it has a budget of approximately $5. But you just gave a compelling set of reasons as to why we shouldn't. That, that's what this show is about. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this, if we, this show was on fucking Nickelodeon at this time. I saw it. I don't remember a thing about it, but we're going to watch it. <laughs> oh, I mean, boy. still still better than Voyager. That That is that is part okay, of the reason. I take, I, take, I take offense to that. All right. Voyager was actually halfway decent. Threshold. Halfway decent. That's right. the reason that we do this show. This show is so that we can, you know, go and relive our past to go like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Say, you should check this out. This is, you know, to go back and be like, I really enjoyed this. Was this any good? And in Eric's case, he finds just terrible fucking movies from the 90s and makes us watch see, them. Like, Sabrina's nodding over here. <laughs> I, I, infl- I inflicted Cool as Ice upon you and she'll never forgive me. It's not just Cool as Ice. Like, almost every movie you want us to watch is, like, terrible. And you pick it because it's so terrible. No, what are you talking about you every movie <laughs> every movie even before we started doing this podcast i like a, i like a mix of good movies and movies that are so bad they're good Come but on. you always want to share the bad ones well the next one he is doing is Ernest rides again yes i don't think we can say an Ernest movie is bad i uh, like no, you can, no you can say that I, no, but I like Ernest. This one is you. You will find this one delightful. One of my favorite Halloween movies is Ernest Scared Stupid. So scared, there, that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. I know the friggin' troll. That was actually really creepy when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Now it's just funny. No, the, the one we're, well, we're this is the preview for later. We're doing the, the Ernest movie that like no one has seen, and I maintain is the best one because it's like an Ernest, like almost like a it's like a buddy cop film. Almost, it's hard to explain. There's a cannon. He rides again. <laughs> very very good uh let's see martin let me uh let me go back to you on this yeah you talked about the stuff that you enjoyed tv and movies i want to find out what was your game of choice be it board game be it video game oh, be gosh. it it was skip it i don't care like i think the two games that i obsessed over more than anything back in uh back in those crazy years was mech warrior uh, yeah Loved MechWarrior Battletech. Woo. That was my jam. I would just be rolling with my Inner Spear crew, and we would just be popping clanners like it was nothing. Man. Free birth, yo. I didn't understand a word he just said. Neither did I. <laughs> we, we, like, sounds like this, this half of the table will be the battling robot like expert side of the table. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Free I birth, mean, free birth scum. 
It feels like two people at a table that know Eve, and they just start talking, and they're just talking about, oh, the oh, that's spaceships. No, no. Oh, no, an Eve discussion would be like reading off a pivot table. <laughs> it's just luck. You know what? I'm just going to say Sunders. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. All I'm- <laughs> Sunders and Atlases. That's it. That's it. He likes to go big or go home. Sun- right. Sun Tzu did, did nothing wrong. <laughs> Sun Tzu did nothing wrong. Oh, God. Uh, All right, so do, do we have any old business before we get into new business? Anything that we need to talk through? We have a, yeah, we have to talk to you. We haven't important done, issues. You, me, Josh, no. the person at the other end of the table? No, I, I, have, I have no actual issues to discuss. Okay. Uh, I have nothing, so shall we go ahead and get on with the topic of subject yeah, for today? Let's, let's do get, it. Let's get into big money rustlers. All right, big money rustlers. Oh, sorry, actually, I oh, don't have, uh, oh, don't have big money rustlers queued, because it's actually Sabrina's pick this week. Sabrina's Pick is uh, one lovely series from the 90s featuring intrigue, murder, and coffee. And (laughs) And and don't forget about that pie. The pie, the stack of donuts, the bird. Okay. The log. We're getting getting into this. All right, let's get into this. We're getting into Twin Peaks right now. most meandering intros I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Let's rock. <laughs> Nothing says, get psyched, folks, than just soft synth. Well, this is this is David Lynch being like, just focus on this, because like when we get through this, when you get to the end of season one, your mind is going to be blown. Uh, it's, it's an odd, odd, odd series. But I'm happy I've seen it, because it's so kind of important to media as a whole yeah this is no this is definitely an important series to talk about and yeah kudos on sabrina for making us do it first yes (laughs) so let's talk about this twin peaks is an american television serial drama created by mark frost and david lynch that premiered on april 8th 1990 on abc the series was renowned for a set was renewed for a second season uh let's see it follows the uh, investigation headed by FBI Special Agent Dale Cooper into the murder of homecoming queen Laura Palmer in the fictional town of Twin Peaks, Washington. It has an unusual tone, supernatural elements, it's creepy, it's campy, it's melodramatic, it's got offbeat humor, it's bizarre, it's Twin Peaks. Sabrina, why do you like this show? Yeah, explain yourself. <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. I decided I needed to watch it because it was on Netflix and I've heard people say things about it, and I felt like I had to watch it. So when I watched it the first time, I definitely got through the first episode, and I was like, what the fuck was I getting myself into? But the more episodes I watched, the more intrigued I became by not just the story, but by the characters and the whole mysterious death of Laura Palmer, which... You know, if you watch both seasons, you'll realize it's actually a small part of the story. 
Um, and just, I don't know, it's just so weird and bizarre, but in a very compelling way, Yeah, I find. It's it's weird. It's it's somehow, so, it's bizarre in its mundanity, I guess is the way to put it. This show is like all over the place, and I definitely got through the first episode and I was like, oh, this is what this show is about? And then you get like, you get four episodes and then you're like, oh no, this is what this show is about. And mm-hmm. then you get to like, the season, second season starts and it's like, okay, wait, I, I like, oof. So to uh, to just uh, hammer where we went with the series, right. Sabrina obviously has seen the entire series, so she's seen seasons one and two. We both watched seasons one, so we're up to that particular point. Uh, Eric, how far did you get? I think I'm like I think I'm like two episodes shy of the end of season one. Okay, and Martin, I, I know I what happens though. A few, uh, a few episodes. Okay, so Martin just watched the four episodes, so the first four. Which, if I could pull up the list, which isn't on the Wikipedia page, but is on our document. Well, the I... first episode is the pilot, and it's also like has different versions of it. Mm-hmm. I looked at, I definitely saw that. Yeah, there's different versions because yeah, they 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 modified it. I think they that the weird red room dancey scene was actually in the first episode, yes. and yeah. they put it later. Yes. Okay. The, yeah, the red room sequence. Uh, but yeah, the um, it's just a very strange series but what i think kind of what became apparent to me the more i looked at it was so many shows have cribbed from twin peaks now (laughs) like the procedural like oh we got to discover what's happening in this weird town the you know the entire bases of like it's a small town drama where something bad happens and everybody's life just starts to crumble and twist and like blow in the wind it, like yeah it feels like there is a it, this felt like this modeled a lot of the shows where it's like it's a detective slash police th- show but with a weird thing that goes along with it and it's like it, it the, and the idea of like this kind of ensemble cast of interesting characters yeah and interesting characters and just like everybody has a, their own story and their own ambitions and the the idea that you can never completely trust one character because they're just gonna oh it's like oh this person you know might be bad but then like oh no they're actually doing the good thing but this it's, person it's, seems good and they're nope they're bad it's offset with the fact that like everyone is like old, most people in this show if they're not like this kind of stereotypical teenager being played by a 35 year old like or at least it looks like it. It's all like a whole bunch of old people in the show too. Well, it's the Glee style. It's just it's, like, hey, we're high schoolers, even though we're thirty. Yeah, we're we're thirty, and we all look like we're from the fifties. Uh, but it's the eighties. It's yeah, it's bizarre in that sense that like it it is it's it looks very mundane, but then it does very weird stuff, and the characters act like either act like very stilted and weird or just totally bizarre. The main character is insane. The main character is in the FBI agent. Yes, he's out of his mind. Hmm. Well, he's talking. He's got to make those notes. He's got to, you know, he's got to make make sense of everything. Yeah, but actually, I mean, when, do they ever explain who Diane is? Absolutely not. Okay, good. Yeah. But I mean, when you're dealing with magic and shit, I mean, you just have to have to adjust. This this show has that thing where it's like everyone in this show you have seen in something else, and it's like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, it's that guy. So like, uh, Laura Palmer's father, I I know him as the president from Red Alert Two. I was like, oh, it's that guy. He will forever go down as the man this. from Red Alert 2. Which, yes. by the way, Red Alert 2, great game. Playing. Yes. It's great mods. I like the first one better, but it's good. I mean, look, we can agree to just... <laughs> going to have a Westwood fight over here. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, let's, let's get... Oh, we'll do a Westwood. Generals was great! Beat, beat, beat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about... It's all about... It's all about Yuri's revenge. 
Listen, if you're not original Nod versus GDI, I don't want to talk. Yeah, if you haven't, if hey. you haven't played, if you haven't played the fucking DOS version. I don't know. I don't know where you, where <laughs> Look, you're coming man, from, man. By the time the DOS version came out, I didn't even have a computer, man. Not Listen, all of us were so well privileged to be able to own a computer. And if you if access. you didn't have the experience of watching Seth get shot in the head, you don't know. Yeah, but. <laughs> But, <laughs> and, and, and anyone would are, like to say goodbye to Martin, who has now <laughs> left. Yeah, and these are out at the same time, actually. But so Twin Peaks is early '90s, and it looks super '80s. Mm. I mean, it, it was. I th- I feel like there was that threshold that was probably like '91 to '92, which then really just kicked off like '90s style. Like yeah, that was when yeah. Cool as Ice and everything kind of hit. Well, except Cool as Ice was like 100 in the '90s. Oh yeah, it was but, looking it, ahead. It, but you know, it, it was, they were the trendsetters, as right. we know. I think the one thing also that stuck out to me is this show has a fuck ton of characters. Oh yeah, yeah. I th- that was very hard for me to track because it's like, okay, who's sleeping and with and betraying who? And there's like there are like thirty characters in this show that are established in like by halfway through the first season. I mean, this is the kind of bookkeeping that you're doing when you're playing Warhammer 40k. I mean, come on, ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God, nerds, nerds. All right, so let's just go over the basis of the uh, of the story. We've got Laura Palmer, obviously, very introduction to the show, found dead on uh, on the coastline. Uh, her father. I guess we could just go through all the, the cast <laughs> yes. of characters. Her father, who is grief stricken. Her mother, who is grief stricken. Her friends, who are grief stricken. <laughs> but but her father is particularly odd. Because he just starts dancing. Not oh, no, no, seemed, no, it's yeah. only when music is playing oh, that he yeah. does that. Oh, no, he seemed totally like fine and normal to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah, a, cool, a cool guy who got it. Let's see. He, him, her mother who was having like visions and things. Uh, let's see. Then there were her friends that were like, we got to figure out what happened to Laura. So they're doing their own investigation on top of the investigation. Yes. Oh, that's right. And uh, my, the cameo that I noticed immediately is Laura Palmer's mother and the town doctor, that older guy. They are Susan's parents from Seinfeld. I'm like, oh, it's them. Huh. huh. Her, huh. her father, who was secretly gay for John Cheever. Ah. Uh, we'll need to do Seinfeld at some oh, point. Yeah, I don't get, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be hard to pick episodes through that. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So we've got so you've got the the football star that seems kind of like weird and unhinged because there might be some. <laughs> they, drugs. they all seem weird and unhinged. <laughs> they, they all do, but so, that's what makes it hard. Like nobody here, even like the biker guy. Like you're like he's pretty normal. It's like oh no, he's part of some sort of like secret organization. Yeah, okay. That's the one. Like there's no baseline for this. Show. Like everyone is weird and crazy. Like it's. It, it is it is unique in that so that was like took a bit to get used to, like even like the fa- the fact that they're just like oh this FBI agent is talking about like his weird methods of trying to be like all right we're going to do name association I have and- a bunch of Tibetan meditation knowledge that will help us solve this murder and they're just like okay yeah I- I'm going to take all these rocks and throw them at bottles every time you say a name and if I hit the bottle then that means something. It's like his subcon. I think the idea was like his subconscious will direct him to hit it if it if it if it like because it's all he's like working on a subconscious level. This movie's full. Or movie, this show is full of a lot of nonsense. It's it, you know it's very hard to actually dissect a little bit just because it is all over the map. It is. I I would say Lynchian, just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Sabrina, anything that you would like to say in addition about? 
Twin Peaks? Are we, we're all wrong. We're, we're all just dummies for not getting it. I mean, what no, what, drew, I mean, what drew you to it? I explained that when I first. Well, but I'm okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> I already that. explained that. It was weird and crazy. Well, what things did you find most fun in the weird and crazy? Like what what things like drew out to you? I don't know. I guess it was like the mystery, really wanting to find out who murdered Laura Palmer and because it gets really intricate and it just it's it's yeah. just like what the hell is even happening to this girl? What is up with this girl? Because and like when you first like see her and people present the idea of her to you cuz you never actually meet her. Like, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, she was the prom queen, she was super nice and smart, and, you know, she seemed like a regular girl-next-door type person, but then when you get deeper into the show, you start learning that, no, this chick had issues. She was, like, into, like, older guys, Um, she was doing drugs, she was making sex tapes, you know, later on you find out. So it's just kind of like, what the hell was this girl getting herself into? I, and that, that kind of follows it. The entire show is like, everything seems fine at first, but it's like, oh no, everything's actually weird and fucked up. Like, right, if you just dig a little bit under the surface. Yeah, but the other crazy thing is, even though this is kind of a dark story, you know, it has its moments of lightheartedness, like, especially with... um the Andy and I forget the name <laughs> the of the secretary. secretary, like their interactions are always kind of like adorable and I, really kind of voice. But. I know she has a, she's been in other stuff. Yes, so yeah. I, I always recognize her when I see her, but yeah, she has this very high pitched voice and Andy kind of is kind of like this dopey got tall guy that's <laughs> starting to bald. And yeah, police, police sergeant, like flower for Eldernon. He was just, I don't know, it's just cute watching their interactions, and then, of course, you have the thing where, like, Dale Cooper's always like, this is damn good coffee, and anytime someone says that, I always, it always reminds me of Twin Peaks. I mean, I get it, like, I, I sympathize with his, like, obsession with coffee and pie. Well, he just does that with everything, and then he's always, like, he's just, like, pumped, he's like, oh, this is a great hotel, I'm getting some great sleep here, I love this bed, he's like, he's just super positive. He's out of his mind, I love it. Yeah, like, I don't know, there's just something about him, it's just, like, and it's funny, because in the first episode, he's actually really bossy towards the sheriff, and at first the sheriff's like, I don't know if I like this guy, he's just so bossy, but then, like, they kind of get, like, a repertoire going, and it's just kind of neat to see the whole team to come together, like, in the later episodes, because you're, like, at first you're like, I don't know how this is gonna go. Well, then they drop it, oh, Actually, there's a secret society of like vampire hunters or whatever who live in this town. The like, Bookhouse Boys. Yeah, that that drop was like, wait, hold on, this, hold, hold on. These these like bum fucks have a secret society. Well, that the un- evil and the understanding that the woods does weird things. Yeah, that's just bizarre. The, the wood la- the lady with the log. The log lady was like, like did I miss something or what? Like, okay, that was just a that was just a weird thing. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so I forget if that was covered in the first season or not. Okay, but basically what happens is, um, remember how they talked about there was a big accident at the logging place? Right, okay, yeah. Okay, her husband worked there. Um, and basically what happened is I she be- I think she believes that the spirit of her husband went into that piece of wood. So that's why she always keeps it with her. Like, even though she doesn't really refer to it as her husband, she's like, it has a part of her husband in right, it. Right. Like, yeah, very normal. Very normal. And yeah, it's not normal, but that's that's the reasoning behind uh, it. Who is the, the guy who works at like, the gas station? His like wife with the eye patch, who's like a violent, oh, crazy person? Um, 
Uh, Ed? Yeah, Ed. Ed. Yeah, Big Ed. Yeah, that was that's strange. Yeah, well, y- you silent this- blinds. Yeah, that was like I'm like, oh, is okay, she, here- she's gonna try to murder him. Well, okay, here's the thing they they do kind of hint at the fact that yes, yeah, she is kind of crazy, and in the end, that's why he decides to stay with her. And then in the second season, you you find out why they have a very unhealthy relationship, and it was weird to watch. Well, it like like I said, there's an explanation for that relationship. Actually, she is not fully a hundred percent there, and it becomes worse because there she does end up trying to kill herself at the end of the first season, but she doesn't die, and it actually exasperates her condition, and she becomes worse. So, in the second season, she believes she's still in high school. Oh, yeah, I, I read ahead to understand this show, and it's like, okay, things go, like, really crazy in season yeah, two. Yeah, she has some sort of weird, like, I think she was starting to get either dementia or Alzheimer's of some sort, so she, her memory was really starting to fail, because when there's this scene where, um, oh, what's the motorcycle guy's name again? <laughs> there's so many characters in this like, show. Like, he, he comes in, because, you know, Ed's his uncle, and then, you know, he's holding, um, her name's, like, Arlene? Marlene? The lady with the eye patch. Uh, let's see. Let me get, let me just go through everybody's name real quick. Yeah, so no, 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 don't, read off every character. No, don't read every single name. That's a pain. You know what, okay. You know what, I just thought of. You know what it is. This show looks and feels like. I think it's Arlie. Arlie. Okay. Arlie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she she's like holding him and he's holding her and his nephew walks in and she goes. Ed, who's that? And that's you see that look on his face and his. This is when he realizes. Okay. There really is something wrong with her. Something's not right. And so, in the in the at the end of season one, she tries to kill herself, um, but she doesn't die. They manage to bring her back. She's fine, except now her condition's so bad she still thinks she's in high school. Yeah, yeah, and that's just like and and we, this explanation for those of you who haven't seen the show, this explanation we just gave is like fairly concise. This this show is really like convoluted as far as it. I was going to say, like, visually, it has the feel of, like, like what you're saying about the, the kind of offbeat humor. It's like the Red Green Show meets True Detective in, in that kind of sense. The humor, is I find, very off-putting in this show. It's like, wait, re- okay, we're doing this? Like, they're tracking the guy they think is the killer, and, like, Andy drops his gun. And it's like, oh, sorry. I dropped my gun. And then, like, no, we're going to go. We have to have this bizarre training sequence. Like, we go to the underground range, and they have this, like, they, everyone, like, bros out while they're shooting pistols. Okay, I finally found a list of all the people, and holy crap, <laughs> is it enormous! This, yeah, David Lynch did not hold back making the show, and I think just kept accelerating into season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, and uh, one thing I that we should note, the season one is only eight episodes. Yes, and season two is Season like two is 23. Ugh. So... Just and there also is a movie on top of it, which apparently well, was the terrible. Movie, the movie was is actually a prequel, and it's supposed to show what um, oh. what led to Twin Peaks becoming Twin Peaks, right? Yeah. Twin yeah. Peaks, Fire Walk with it's, me. Well, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to lead you up to the events that lo- that led to Laura Palmer dying, supposedly. Uh, uh, no, uh, I think uh, as far as scenes like, I mean, we'll we'll get to the we'll get to the Red Room sequence, which you know explains everything. But the the sequence in which like uh, what's the Horn the guy who owns everything? Uh, yes. The well, scene where his brother shows up that is that quite might be, might for me be the weirdest scene in the show. It's like he's having this incredibly awkward terse dinner with his family, and like his brother shows up from France and who's also like out of his mind. 
Yes, so Ben Horn and Jerry Horn. That that whole sequence is just strange, and their acting is and their their acting is like also similarly strange. But they were just eating that bread. Just, mm. Yeah, they're like, this is like, what what the fuck is happening uh, here? Yeah. And then they're just like, hey, we should go to the place. Wink, wink. Let's go to let's go to the weird like blackjack brothel that we have to take like a boat to get to go to this weird sex club we have just over the border it's a casino slash wink wink sex club and if anybody has watched if anybody has watched the killing the killings first season kind of has the same idea oh there's this casino but it secretly has prostitutes yeah uh, the the killing was very close and in, in thing because it had that exact like hey there's a casino it's in the pacific northwest like it it had a lot of shades of this now it was definitely more gritty it was yeah, way more gritty. Was super right. gritty yeah this show is like has and it gets into like a bunch of like weird shit and has like a bunch of violence in it but it always like I guess this is just early '90s censor. They can't like they can't do a whole lot, so I think they just doubled down on the weirdness. Yeah, like that bar fight that they had was just like, yeah. That Ugh. was it was like no like no over like no overlay music. It was just like guys punching each other with like oh and like a wide shot. It was very strange. It was like we're fighting. Everybody swing real wide. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh. Yeah, I think oh, like yeah. Then we, well, then later in the show we get to the like the red room sequence, which I, I've seen the most parodies of in relation yeah. to this show. So, oh, so, so since you've alluded to the red room sequence, oh, that's right, you haven't seen it yet. Okay, there's a, elaborate, please. Yeah, out of no, like at, at a certain point, uh, Cooper starts having dreams in which he like wakes up and he's in like a weird like hotel conference room kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's all red curtained, and there's a like there's a dwarf and Laura Palmer's there, and they talk backwards but forwards. And yeah, this and it's there's lots of there's a lot of weird shit going on, and it, it kind of comes into its own in season two more. But yeah, it's a lot of like, how are you doing? Yeah, they they recorded. Like, I I read I looked this up. They recorded all the lines speaking backwards and then ran them forwards. So they're they're li- they're they're intelligible, but it sounds very weird and unsettling. And like their actions are all reversed. So he like. Sits down really aggressively into a chair and just comes to a perfect stop because he was actually sitting up and they reversed it. And 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 Cooper's reaction kind of mirrors the audience of like, what the fuck is happening? So, yeah. So aside from the disconcerting nature of the dialogue, um, <laughs> of the everything, <laughs> the everything, why a dwarf? I think. Oh, that. Hey, that, watch the watch the language there on the other end. Oh, I didn't know that dwarf was a, was a dirty word. I'm so sorry. That, uh, that like, they prefer the term little people. That, that, I've, 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 look, I go with stunties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That that actor is in a bunch of like he's like a David Lynch like stable actor. He's kind of like uh, you know Owen Wilson and Wes Anderson. I shouldn't keep him in a stable. That's pretty mean. Yeah, yeah that's, that is quite cruel and unusual. Somebody but get but he's that. in but he's in other David Lynch movies. I think I'd have to go look him up. But yeah. but I think as David Lynch is like, I know this guy. It's going to be weird and crazy. And yeah, David Lynch's explanation for that was like, it was late at night and I was sitting against a hot car and he just got inspired and wrote that scene. Like this is this is the David Lynch thought process. Well, how many of us have had great ideas when? You know, lying on hot cars. I do. <laughs> Whoa. Well, this Boy. is why... This is why Asking the life questions yeah. on the other end. Well, this is why he <laughs> made a race... This yeah. is why he made a racer head, and we're sitting here doing this podcast. Ah, uh, there we go. I mean, the, sometimes you have to ask ourselves the hot questions. 
yeah. I wanted to say tough questions, but... <laughs> but you, you tried to put in the joke and just kind of like went... Brr. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll shut up now. Well, okay, let, let's, talk, let's talk another plot oh, you, point. You didn't know about the show and the, like, the art of slams going on? <laughs> we got slam dance going on in here. Uh, okay, well, how about this plot point that uh, hasn't been covered yet? The entire thing with the mill... <laughs> The entire oddity. What, a, that, what about it? The the fact of like, oh, the mill may be closed to be made as part of this resort, and there's a whole bunch of Norwegians coming in, and the uh, the, the entire. What about Horn's daughter, who's also <laughs> just out of her mind, and is like, this character, like, what the hell is going on with her? Oh, and you haven't uh, even gotten to the end of the the first season, which I actually really like the character, just because even though she should be some spoiled little rich guy's brat. And in some ways she does kind of act like that, but in other ways she doesn't. You know, there, there's, like I said, there's a part where she does ha- play a role in helping the investigation. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she, she's sympathetic and definitely compelling, but just, like, acts crazy. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I don't like is, like, girl, are you trying to get Dale Cooper arrested for, like, you know, oh, statutory no, rape? <laughs> no, oh, she, want, she wants to get in with the FBI guy. Yeah, no, she she does, but it's just like, girl, you're gonna get him arrested, and he's an FBI agent. That's not good for and his career. Like, and he's like, and Kyle McLaughlin looks pretty young in this, but he's like way older than her. Yeah, no, he's definitely too old for this character that's still in high school. The weird, that's just yeah, and then and that was played like it's like kind of it's played like it's kind of funny, and then she's like dancing to mu- like dancing to weird music in the middle of it's, the cap in the middle of like the cafe. Well, it's jazz music, and she does it everywhere. But she acts like she's possessed. She just kind of does this weird like sway, like full body sway. It's and what I think is the same music when she was just like goes into the conference room and she just yes. starts swaying and she's just like, oh yeah, I'm this sorry. Uh, one of my friends just died. <laughs> this show also has three songs in it. Well, now, if, if you were to go to Santa Cruz, California, <laughs> if you were to take that kind of a physical positioning, we would just call that interpretive dance. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Santa Cruz. Bunch of fucking weirdos. Give all the SC crew out there a shout out. You guys are amazing. You have good restaurants. I would like to live in Santa Cruz, but it's really expensive. It's by the ocean. <laughs> it is. <laughs> just, just so you guys know, in case you didn't know, Santa Cruz, you are by an ocean. Yes, it is kind of Twin Peaksy in that it's like a a forested kind of place by this by the sea that's full of crazies. Mm, true. And kombucha, lots of kombucha. <laughs> oh. We've actually had kombucha beer. <laughs> We've actually so had kombucha gross. beer before. It's not bad. I no, submit it. that it is. It's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. We tried it. Like Surpri- even he was like surprised at how not bad it was. This it's fun- a fruit beer. It was like a fruit beer. This fungus yeah. beer is good. I, I would I would try some kombucha beer. Oh, you know? It's interesting. Yeah. Wasn't as bad as have it should have been. Before? Kombucha beer? No. Kombucha, okay, you yes. can't you can't make the face until you try the beer. It's uh, different. I think I can. And I mean, you know, it's probably better than IPAs anyway. It's yes. definitely oh, yeah. better than IPAs. Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. So this, like, yeah, like, I mean, we, we said before, but the other big point about this is, like, this show is, everyone's like, oh, this show's weird, doesn't make any sense, but then, like, everyone cribbed off of this show. More or less. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I were watching this, like, oh, I suddenly get, like, eight different things now. I see what this was from. There is actually a game that rips off of it really well, and um, it's called Deadly Premonitions. <laughs> 
and we were actually watching the Game Grumps play play this game. And I kept watching and going, like, what does this game remind me of? Because I keep getting deja vu because he's, like, talking to someone, but, like, no one's there. He says things like, that's some damn good coffee. He has some interesting interactions with the local police force. It's a blonde girl whose murder he went to investigate in a small town. I was like, oh, my God, they are ripping directly from Twin Peaks and there are some like scene to scene like where it is completely the same like there is a big gas place that's covered by this big burly guy who thinks he's like an Elvis personator but it's like over it's overly done it's like even more overdone than actual Twin Peaks but you can see them overdoing it I'm like oh my god this this is friggin Twin Peaks the game Twin Peaks would make a good adventure game I think yeah I mean the only difference is the guy sees like zombies ghost zombies or whatever i don't know what they are there's some weird ghost zombies it's because it's um who made the game it's a it's a japanese game i forget if that was one of sweary's games but uh i could i could find out who it was but yeah deadly premonition and it was very i just went on youtube and like they're apparently one of the scooby-doo movies like scooby-doo straight up wakes up in the red room and they do like a whole parody of that sequence like oh. no child is going to get this yeah i think i saw that episode it's yeah, like okay so deadly premonition from ignition entertainment looks like uh. okay sorry about that i had a little bit of uh audio te- difficulties on martin's side he decided he wanted to eat a microphone i do enjoy microphones especially <laughs> with just a little bit of salt and pepper you put that in the oven then you roast that with just some olive oil mm, girl it's so mm, good <laughs> you know the skin, the skin just comes off the side just flakes real good yeah oh, we were so just his, his cable decided to die on us so sorry if he's a little bit like in and out until this point um, you know, I, I have actually been physically going in and out. Yes, he, he's been leaving the room. He's been in phasing out. in and out of existence. In and out, out Burger, California. Yeah. Yes, pretty good, pretty tasty burger. Uh, let's see, where were we? Uh, Deadly Premonition. We were talking about. Yeah, that was the, also known as Red Seeds Profile, uh, developed by Access Games for the 360 and the PlayStation 3. Uh, yeah, it it cribs it a ton. Every, like yeah, I, everything cribs on this at least somewhat, and this is, it is definitely one of those ones that like was probably was not appreciated at the time nearly as much as now. Yeah, it's, uh, let's see, yeah, pr- I think pretty much we've, we went through that, the Psych episode. Yeah, <laughs> Let's talk about, yeah. let's talk that. I never saw Psych. Yeah. Okay, so there was a Psych episode where they got pretty much, like, as much of the original cast back. So they had a, uh, this <laughs> weird little town in nowhere, California, um, it was named similarly to Twin Peaks. Uh, let, let me, let me pull that up. Let's do a quick, actually, Martin, if you could look, uh, type yeah, in, sure. uh, Twin Peaks Psych. Live tweet us. Yes, but uh, it, it had pretty much most of the main cast. They actually wanted to get David Lynch, but they got a little bit of cold feet of like, oh, should we ask David Lynch to be on our show? We don't know. Isn't he's our idol. Oh, it'd be so weird to have David Lynch on. And, and I think David Lynch, after the fact, said, like, I loved it. It was great. Why didn't yep. you do that? Here Aww. we go. You've got it. This is the theme music to the reveal of... The psych episode. Um, so basically, uh, what we have here. Um, What's the title of it? The title of it. It is. It's psych, but it, hold on. I might have pulled the wrong article up. I'm sorry, guys. I, <laughs> wow, I terrible. Am a Cannot <laughs> hold on. I'm going to type in this. Let's see. Twin Peaks. 
Psych, I bet I can get it before you. Let's see. Oh, Dual Spire. Oh, it was the first one on the Wikipedia. Dual yes! It was a different name. Okay. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Should I do the sound effect? Okay. I'll yeah. do the sound effect. <clears throat> There you go. He has this <laughs> better, he, that out for later. The reason we have Martin is built-in fail horn. Yeah, yeah no, we, like we we got him from like a radio morning DJ. We had, we had, we had like <laughs> it was a used it's part uh, of yeah. our zoo crew here <laughs> on the Saturday <laughs> Friends Club Zoo Crew. Oh my god! All right, uh, yes. let's see. But yeah, the episode included included Cheryl Finn, Cheryl Lead, uh, all the Cheryls, Dana Ashbrook, Robin Lively, Lenny Von Dolren, Catherine E. Coulson, and Ray Wise. Pretty much a whole bunch of the original cast. I'm liking the um, I'm liking the little uh, plot point here too. After receiving an email inviting them to a cinnamon festival, yes, a cinnamon festival, yes, and they have a lot of cinnamon while they're there, and Indeed. they love cinnamon. Uh, so Sean, Rode, and uh, Burton, Dual Hale, travel to the quirky small town of Dual Spires. Once there, they are caught up in a mysterious drowning death of teenager Paula Merrill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they weren't trying very hard. Uh, no. no. <laughs> no. Then there are scenes that are straight up just Twin Peaks. Like, she's wrapped in a body bag on the side of a, like, lake. Yep. Like, it's it is straight on. Um but it's good. It's super good, uh, and it's a it's probably the best homage out there to Twin Peaks that I've seen. Uh, it because as we've said, like everything seems to crib it. What the, what was the killing? Was the one that we talked about briefly? Yeah, uh, that has kind of like tones and some like plot yeah. stuff that comes similar to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anybody else have anything else that they know that, or at least seen that? cribs or or takes from the the simpsons reference that references oh, a couple times yes yeah, so did we did we fully talk about the red room oh yeah we did we well did. I yeah, mean, but what, the simpsons did their version yeah the, the 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 episode who shot mr burns like chief wiggum falls asleep has the red room dream <laughs> sequence like that's kind of pokes fun at him and they like he wakes up and he's got his hair like stuck up to one side just like in in twin peaks and uh yeah the, they do they do two references in an episode later where homer's watching twin peaks and it's just like him staring at the TV as it's playing weird jazz music, and the voiceover is like, "That's some damn good coffee and apple pie." And so, yeah, it's it's you'll see it referenced in a lot of stuff. And like we said, Scooby Doo apparently. What about Gravity Falls? Does Gravity Falls take from Twin Peaks a bit it, or, or it, more? I would say in a general way. Yeah, I think it, it definitely. I, I I'm not an expert on Gravity Falls. I know some people who know that show backwards and forwards. But I'm sure there's episodes that reference Twin Peaks because it's. Similar in that that sense, right? So let's see. Uh, looking at some of the influence, uh, as we said, Psych with the dual spires, uh, the killing, which we've mentioned before. Uh, also, supposedly Bates Motel uh, had a lot of influence from it. Uh, that they pretty much, as they said, we pretty much ripped off Twin Peaks. Yes. <laughs> wow. So uh, uh, yeah, we just went with Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh, also, the uh, I am surprised by this. The 1993 video game The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening is claimed as a like influence. Like has suspicious characters that populate the game, as well as mystery elements of the story that are somewhat based off of that. Hmm. Uh, huh. Also, the uh, games Alan Wake and Silent Hill, and some influence in Life is Strange. Hmm. It's, yeah, I guess yeah. I could see that a little bit of that in Alan Wake because it does have its quirky characters, but it, it it's definitely a darker and more scarier world in Alan Wake. Says somebody who has Let's Plays videos of Alan Wake that you can go find her. I never her finished channel. playing it. Stop bringing it up. <laughs> the controls in that game are awful. 
Shame. Okay. Shame. Are we going to bring up Game of Thrones now? Is that is that what <laughs> that is? Game of Thrones. Yeah, huh. shame. Ding, oh. ding, ding, shame. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, I've never, I never actually watched oh. it. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. That one was That's like every here. day when I walk from the bathroom to the bedroom. It's just shame. <laughs> <laughs> she, just pull, she just pulls out a bell. I'm like, sweetie, that's me. Shame. Um, Red's but, just looking oh, on, boy. just going like, ugh. The bell thing again. <laughs> every night with the bell. But, but yeah. I, I mean... Kind of wrapping it up a little bit. Um, if you get to the end of the second season, it ends on a really weird point. You're like, what the fuck? That's the last season. And at the end, it says, we'll see you in 25 years. And I, I don't think they actually planned this to actually happen. But magically, David Lynch is bringing back Twin Peaks. And it's pretty much 25 years later. It is going to be next uh, this year. This uh, year they're trying see. to release it? I think it's 2017, yeah. Yeah, let's see. Twin Peaks. Uh, let's see. New Twin Peaks. So, yeah. I'm, I'm super Googling. excited because I want to know what happens because it ended on such a weird point. And I'm just like, you can't end it right there. That's so mean. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, let's see. It will premiere on Showtime on May 21st, 2017. Yes. I am so excited because I want to know what happens because basically, oh, spoiler... Do you think that like it'll kind of be explained? David Lynch is like, all right, I'm going to level with you guys. I'll show you what happened. Are they going to well, try and lost it and wrap everything up? Well, no, I don't mean it like that. It's just because, it, just spoiler alert, in the end, you remember hearing references to Bob? So, basically, he gets... Okay, not to explain everything, okay, get ready. but short, short version Hold on to without your actually explaining anything. So, Dale Cooper gets possessed. And at the end, you see that he's possessed, and he's laughing maniacally, and then it fades out, and it's like, we'll see you 25 years later. So that's like a really weird end. So you're like, that's not the end. That can't be the end. So I am so excited. Um, apparently, most of the, like, they pretty much got all, almost all the cast back. Um, unfortunately, very recently, we did lose one of the actors, um, Miguel, Miguel Ferrer, I think that's how you say his last name passed away recently the, the guy who plays the crazy like richard simmons psychologist dude uh mm. he like i think he also passed because he's like just had open heart surgery or something are you serious yeah uh maybe i could be wrong well m well i'm not sure if they would have used if i don't know if miguel was supposed to be in it but he he played albert and albert was the super abrasive fbi guy right that kept getting into fights with everyone and but i also know miguel fur because he was in um crossing jordan and crossing jordan is another one of those you know um crime solving films but the protagonist is actually a, you know, obviously it's girl a medium no oh okay she's uh, they like work in um i don't remember but I'd say Twin Peaks is, a, a, in the format of this show, what makes this important is this This show is probably, uh, we were all probably too young for its initial release. Like, I was barely born. Uh, you people are old. So. I would have been eight. Yeah, little kids. No, but. I was, yeah, I, I, I was around, I was old enough probably to have watched it, but I never saw it. I never heard of it until later in life. Yeah, yeah. same. So it, but I mean, it influenced a lot of things that we would see later and enjoy. And then you go yeah. back and like, man, they made this in the early 90s. This show is weird. 
Yeah, I mean, in the end, I feel like, if, especially if you're a film buff or like a TV buff, I feel like Twin Peaks is a has is like a has to watch because just so many shows reference it, games reference it. I feel like it's important for like you know TV culture, so to speak, or just for like our modern culture in general to watch, just because it does have so much influence. Right, yeah. and, and we, we we rip on it for making not a lot of sense, in which is true. But it is actually fun. Like I found it like I went into it totally cold, and I actually found it pretty compelling to get through. And it's just like, where, where is this show going? And then something really crazy happens. So it's, it, it is entertaining to watch. And Kyle McLaughlin is actually awesome. Like yeah. his character is insane, but it, like in a fun way, mm-hmm. like you were saying, he's very positive, upbeat. He's always doing something weird. And yeah, I appreciate his views on coffee and pie. <laughs> I would second the view on uh, coffee and pie. Uh, more so <laughs> Other than, than he, he's like black. Like, what does he say? He likes black coffee. He has some. He had some like dumb metaphor about how black he wants it. It's just like, nah. I don't know. He says he says a lot of weird stuff sometimes. Yeah, that, that one weird thing that he says. <laughs> also, I just noticed looking at the uh, at the people who played in this. David Duchovny was in. The yes, show. he uh, he does appear later. But I was reading about it and I saw. Yeah, in clips. the second season, he's like the weird cross dressing FBI agent. So basically, Mulder. Yes. <laughs> A transgender, gender-fluid DEA agent who investigates Dale Cooper on drug allegations. This is, and this is before, like, Duke... This is before post-X-Files Duchovny. So David Duchovny was coming in hot, and then he did X-Files. Speaking of X-Files... Oh, boy, I can't wait to see where this segue goes. Well, uh, I was actually going to uh, start the theme song, but then I realized that my singing voice is terrible. <laughs> oh. well, I mean, that's worth, I mean, are, are you going to sing it? Like, how, how would you sing it? The X-Files. Things happen. There's alien stuff. X-Files. It's a, uh, yeah. Actually, no, well, X-Files also, uh, also rips on this show on at least a conceptual basis. It does, and I cannot wait for our X-Files episode. Boy, Ooh, watch yeah, yeah. all billion X-Files things this ever happened. We're, we're going to have to watch the one where it looks like uh, Mulder mixes a drink using nacho cheese and vodka. <laughs> oh, here, here it is. It's black as midnight on a moonless night. There we go. Oh, that is <laughs> which is obje- Which is objectively smooth wrong and terrible. But, you know. <laughs> on the topic of X-Files, we'll have to watch the X-Files movies, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, listen, if you can subject oh me to bad things, I can do it right back to you. Oh, man. I, you know what? I don't care. I love X Files. X Files is great. And it's, it, it is just it's very Twin Peaksy. That uh, one I did sorry. grow up watching. Asian so, yeah. if only. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day when science was still real. <laughs> oh. Let's not bring the let's not bring the real hey, world. Hey, you know what? It's it's the it's the it's the um. What do you call it when uh, something comes before something else? Proceeding order. Mm-hmm. Precedent. The first, um, number one. The, uh, it set the basically. Precedent. It the pre- set the no. precedent for it's aliens. It's always aliens. Uh, I mean, yeah, the X Files was kind of on the was the, the like that nineties. The Russians are no longer our existential threat. Now it's now it's the government. Now, yeah, now we can't trust ourselves even yeah, more than ever. But now the History Channel even says it's aliens. So unless. Yeah, yeah, and they know fun. history. The history their name. The History Channel has had a, a long fall from grace. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, last call on Twin Peaks. Is there anything else that we, that the panel wishes to say? Just close us out. You guys have to watch it. Is like 
even listening to someone talk about it, you don't really get an idea of what you're getting yourself into. It's yeah, it's the pace is can be kind of erratic sometimes. I think that's one of the biggest barriers. You have like I would say you definitely have to kind of slog through the pilot. Yeah, the yeah. pilot I think is the hardest yeah. one to watch for anybody, but once you get past that it does get more interesting. Yeah, it, watch it like I would say if you can get through the first 4 episodes, you'll have a good idea of if can can I enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, I, I agree because at the uh at the very beginning like that first episode which is like an hour and a half. The, the like it's even longer than the rest. Just of like them. the scenes of like let's show everyone in the town's reaction and their mourning is just like get on with it. Come on. Then, David Lynch get to the weird fetus baby in the radiator, <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's it's one of those. It, it does take a bit to to actually catch yeah. on. So but it's it, yeah, but very, here, it's a yeah. But here's the good news: you can get into it with coffee and pie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's let's close it out with this. Uh, Martin, sexiest part of Twin Peaks? Go. Uh, 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 Laura Palmer's corpse. Uh, <laughs> Starting strong. <laughs> Starting no. strong. Oh nah. my god! All right, Eric. What's your sexiest part of Twin Peaks? Uh, Kyle McLaughlin doing his weird, like upside down tape recording nonsense. All right, Sabrina. Sexiest part of Twin Peaks. Kyle McLaughlin. Yeah. <laughs> my sexiest thing. Coffee and pie. Hey. Oh, there we go. Can't go wrong there. Necrophilia. Coffee and pie. No. <laughs> I will take this part. I will not take yours. Do not touch Laura Palmer. Maybe her cousin that looks identical. Maybe her weird, like, dream version. Why not both? No! <laughs> Whip you with the cat Oh my toy. god, we didn't even bring up her psychologist, but whatever. Oh, he's at, yeah, also Hawaii the character's guy. out of his mind. Yeah, we could, we could just keep going. That's just how there are bizarre so many char- There are so many fucking characters yeah. in this show. And it, we haven't even gotten to the second season. If you bring in the second season, there's so much more. Like, Owl Cave, come on! Oh, and the giant in the beginning is uh, Mr. Hom from Star Trek Next Generation. Hmm. All right. Well, you know what? That's going to cut us for now. I'm sure that we'll get many, many wonderful complaints about how we didn't cover this and that of Twin Peaks. Yeah, and you know what, guys? There's only we only have so much time for your for your benefit. This show has a, a, a shitload of stuff going on. I know so it's, it's it's deep. It's, it has so it's much so depth. deep, man. I'm lying in a hot car just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, good callback. All right. Uh, so let's see if you've got any questions or if you want to give us any of your feelings about Twin Peaks, uh, you can send that over at podcast at satfriendsclub.com. That's also where you can find the episodes and everything that we have here uh, for all of these wonderful things that we offer you, uh, which is podcasts and audio recordings. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. Uh, website has been revamped. Looks real nice. I need to get those two goobers at the end of the table. Uh, I need to get their images put up on it so we can have uh, everybody. Uh, you got my, you got my like duck face selfie. Well, yeah, I have that, but I still need to, like, commission art of Don't. it. So, you know, now that I have both of you in and, and I can actually get the commission info, you know, we can make that happen. Uh, if you want, we do have a, if you like the show and want to help out, we do have a Patreon set up. You can find that over on the page. Just hit the Patreon button. Also, if you just like to help us out in another weird way, we have an Amazon link. <laughs> you buy stuff on Amazon. We all do. Let's be honest. So just click over on that and uh, any proceeds you use. Just will help us out to to keep us. I need a I need a preamp. I need to, to I need we need new microphones and cables. We're ma- we're making this on like the shoestringiest budget. Yeah, we also need more booze. Yeah, more booze. 
<laughs> we have no budget. Yeah, we're in California. We're not even properly inebriated for and, this. And not even that. We're in the Bay Area. I mean, yeah. come on, guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, next episode, we're going to come up. It's going to be Martin's turn. Martin, who are you? Who are we going to be covering? It's time for Animaniacs. And there's Zany to the max. There's Baloney and their slacks. Well, Bill Clinton plays the sax. Something, something, something. To be continued in the actual Animaniacs episode. And the and the hardcore live action Animaniacs movie. Yeah, the gritty reboot. Yeah, let's let's not talk about that. <laughs> Animaniacs comes to life. And every image of the Animaniacs you can find with the safe filter off. All right, anyway. <laughs> We will go ahead and cover all that next episode of the Saturday Friends Club. This will end us this week. Thank you, Martin. Ah. Thank you, Eric. Ah. Sabrina. Ah. And myself all want to thank you for listening. And if you like us, favorite us, wherever the hell you're listening to this, we will catch you next episode of the Saturday Friends Club for more fun, more friends, more discussions. Till then, sleep well, everyone. A-L-Y. Bye. Bye.